Good morning, Houston of FloorDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Har. This morning, my guest is John DeYoung, the CEO with Walcrow. John, how you doing? I'm doing great, sir. Thanks for having me, Kemp. Sure, it's good to talk to you. Walcrow is in the distribution business. You've been in an acquisition mode. I guess the most recent one was Tri-State in Sioux Falls, but over the course of the last little while, you've been buying different distributors, some of them in the sundries business, some of them in the flooring business. You've got Crown Products, Tri-State, Cartwright, and Juran, right? That's correct. And looking at your resume, you're fairly new to the flooring business. How did you end up getting in this piece of the business? Well, I've been in the field of materials distribution business for most of my professional career, about the last 20 years. I've been very fortunate to work for some of the best building material distribution companies and have learned from some of the industry's best leaders and operators, companies like Allied Building Products, Matree, Site One Landscape Supply. As I've been climbing the, the ladder there and, and taking a different jobs in different um, areas of emphasis, this opportunity presented itself at Walcrow. They were looking for a CEO, and I've always wanted to lead a team. And uh-huh. I interviewed for the job and, and got it. Just excited as it can be to be leading this team. Now, these companies that you've acquired... Is it one of those age out to you've got a family that guy wants to retire? How have those come about? Yeah, I'd say that that's mostly the case. You know, when you're dealing with long-standing family-run businesses, generally speaking, they get into some estate planning as, as yeah. they get older and whether someone in the family wants to continue the tradition or not. But, yeah, that's generally how things have happened in my experience in the last 20 years and doing acquisitions, that a lot of it's estate planning and, and planning for the future for the, the team members that they, you know, have grown to love that have worked for them so long. So from a geographical standpoint, does it all kind of need to fit together, or do you have a strategy from a coverage area? We do. Does it all have to fit together? It doesn't. It sure makes it easier, particularly in the building materials distribution business. Inventory is important, and positioning inventory closer to the customers is important. It's it's better to not have islands in the acquisitions in the distribution. So our, our strategy, I would say, is we think that it should be contiguous. It's, it's better to have the ability to lean on sister branches. So we kind of see ourselves as a north of the Mason-Dixon line company, kind of between the, the Rocky Mountains and uh, the Great Lakes is, is kind of how we envision ourselves. Okay. So how's business? Business is fantastic. 2020 was a challenge. It was a challenging year for the entire industry. You know, there were closed showrooms and... Yeah. Fewer customer appointments dramatically are reduced. PK sessions with our suppliers and supply shortages. But despite all those disruptions, you know, we made it through uh, 2020 with a very strong year, both profit and revenue. And 2021 has just been a rocket ship. It's been amazing. We're just over halfway through our fiscal year and are having the best year in the history with our sales being up about double digits. You're talking about for Walcro? Of all of the businesses. So if you have Walcro started in 1971 and Cartwright was 1986, Durand is, you know, 1992 and Tri-State is 1964. So the youngest member we have in our family now is 29 years old. But yeah, this year, the organic growth has been just amazing. All right. So when it comes to distribution, whether it be sundry or flooring, lately there's been a focus on private label and then some core brands. Talk about your strategy when it comes to branding. Well, talk a little bit about our core vendor brand. You know, as all distributors know, to be successful, you need to have great brands and suppliers. And of course, I'm biased. I think we've got some of the best. Yeah. But, you know, on the sundry side, we've got Schluter, Mapay, Tech, Shernox, Ardex, Henry, Ropey, Track, Future Foam, Leggett, Platt, to name a few. And on the flooring or the finished goods side, we've got, you know, Carndine, Congolium, Johnson Hardwood, Novalis, Mulliken, and Prime Supply. 
say one of the most challenging parts, Kent, is putting that product or that brand strategy together yeah. in order to optimize the mix across our footprint. You know, as you know, most suppliers assign their distributors defined territories, and when you grow geographically as much as we have, it isn't easy to pull all that together. Certainly an important part of any acquisition or growth strategy is to gain purchasing and sales synergies, and our team will be working very hard to realize those benefits, but we may not be able to knit it all together very soon just just based off of uh, distribution agreements and geographies. But Mm -hmm. our company and the last two, Cartwright and Tri-State, have two private label lines. The Cartwright team brought on the High Country Collection as a private label, and the Tri-State team, Legacy, is their private label. Um, Each of them have some of the hottest segments in flooring, SPC, Rigid Core, LDT, and Engineered Wood. They're constantly evaluating the performance and the sales trends to make sure that they have, you know, some of the best visuals in our specific market. Most national manufacturers' offerings have a broad appeal, you know, to the entire country. What we like a lot about our private label programs is that it gives us the ability to address the specific colors and visuals and construction that our region of the country wants. You know, we develop these lines with our retailers in mind. Retailers can feel confident you know, working through their displays and investing the time with their customers and an end user, I should say, uh, and securing that job at a fair price. And while we may not be able to integrate some of our brands across the piece, you know, with, with their flag per se, we do expect to integrate our private label brands across all of our geographies. I see. So you're going to take some of the ones you've gotten from these individual components and blow them out across the other parts of the business. That's right. right, What's your strategy for the future? Continue to try to find other distributors that are looking for an exit strategy? Yeah, we are. I I would tell you that we have an aggressive organic growth as well as an acquisitive growth strategy. Organic is certainly straightforward. It may not be easy, especially in the last few years. But, but, you know, organically, we're very aggressive. We're we're adding suppliers that want to partner with us that are going to help us grow. But, But I'd also tell you from an acquisition standpoint, we don't want to just grow for growth sake. Yeah. You know, certainly the best acquisitions are ones where it makes sense, particularly a cultural and a strategic fit. In all of the companies that we've acquired, the family members are still working for the business today, okay. uh, either on either on our board of directors or, or still operating the business. So we, we're big fans of owners. We love owners, especially successful ones that are willing to teach and to learn. And we're a very collaborative group here. So when we when we find the right fit, we, we do our very best to, to bring them into the team. And uh, it's exciting to, to partner with folks like Tri-State and Cartwright and Durand. So the last question, people sometimes often scratch their heads when they hear about expanding in this extra layer, if you will, this distribution business, because people say we're in the Amazon world, in the internet world, and you're thinking, I guess, with these investments that there's still a lot of value that you can bring to the mix, right? Camp, I'll tell you, the first thing I learned in the very first conversation I ever had in this distribution space is that people buy from people. I think that Amazon clearly is a force to be reckoned with. But at the end of the day, in building materials distribution, I think there's always going to be a place for a company where, you know, people buy from people and people learn from one another and and solving one another's problems. I I firmly believe that there's a place in our future for traditional building materials distribution for a long time to come. All right, John, it's great to catch up with you. Thanks for catching us up on what's going on with Walcro. Again, we're talking to John DeYoung, the CEO of Walcro, and you've been listening to Kempar and FloridaLady.net.